It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and we're going to jump right into it. And today we're examining this self-love thing, right? We see this so much, and I would say the main groups of people that I see just screaming out self-love are groups of people that we always constantly seeing seeking validation from others. Usually, and I'll give you three three groups, um, even though there's other groups too, but it's, it's, you see it a lot with gays or LGBTs. You see it a lot with quote unquote plus size women. You see it, I mean, I see it a lot in the black woman spaces, women community. Um, you see it a lot with certain feminist type women. I mean, these, these are some of the main groups. You mainly just see it with women and, and gays, obviously. But I was taught about self love and I, I was taught what true self love is. And what I want people to realize is this first of all, before we even get into this, love. True love does come with chastisement and correction. Okay? Um, growth, development, things like this, advancing, evolving. And, 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 and the way you should look at it is that the first love that most of us know isn't self-love. It's outward love. It's loving your mother, loving your father, loving your brothers, your sisters, your cousins, your uncles. Then obviously you move into loving your friends, loving your teacher at school. You know, this is the first type of love you have. I mean, you don't, as a three-year-old, four-year-old, look in the mirror and I love my, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you love your mom. The first person you probably ever loved was your mom, your dad, you know, right? So let me ask you this, right? Now that we're adults and we're not little kids anymore, right? And that's when you're trying to get into this whole self-love thing. Let me ask you this, right? Okay, so if you love your child and your child is like, look, mom, I just don't test well. I don't, I can't study. I'm not really good at this school thing. You don't just say, oh, well, I love you and just be yourself. Just keep failing, right? You don't, you don't let them just have behavior problems. You don't let them just stay up all night because they can't sleep. You, you find a way to get them to go to sleep. You find a way to get them into a good sleeping pattern. You find, you even, okay, you find out what is their learning uh, language, you know, which could be some people learn hands-on. Some people learn by memorizing things. And then you, you try to get them tutors that can specify in that, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I guess advancing of that of that, of that that skill, honing in on it, right? You, you, you don't just sit there and let the kid go to shit because that's who they are, right? So... When you're when you're practicing self love, um, a lot of the time, like I said, these are people who we see sayings a lot of time are people that hold on, let me kill this. Hold on. Sorry about that. So when you're practicing self love, you have to kind of go about it the same way. You can't just sit in in your shit and in your um, things like that. And then truthfully, self-love is something is a journey that you have to take by yourself. It shouldn't be in your bio on Instagram. It shouldn't be all in your captions on Instagram because it's literally, that's what it is. It's self-love. So you, you know, when you put it out there like that, what you're doing, what you may not realize you're doing, and some of you probably know it is you you want me to also validate, you know, the fact that, you know, whatever it is that you're, you're trying to get me to validate. And it's not just me. It's just people in general. You want people to come onto your Instagram, your Twitter and say, oh my gosh, yes, you are beautiful. You know, your husband isn't enough. Your boyfriend isn't enough. The people around you isn't enough. You need the whole world involved with this, this journey of yours, this so-called self-love journey. You, you need other people. You couldn't do it alone. 
You know what I'm saying? You couldn't even do it alone if you if you wanted to because then you it's that's not what it's about. So for example, I want to talk. Let's 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 use a big one that we see. Bigger women, right? Now here's the thing about it. If you're looking at being plump or plus size, um from the perspective of how it actually looks. Is it sexy? Does it fit a beauty standard? I think that's, you know, in the eye of the beholder. Obviously, we live in a different day than back in the days, you know, when women were very small. And I think that a lot of men's attraction to women is now based more in curves anyway. So a lot of men obviously are going to find plus size women attractive. However, at the end of the day, that doesn't make it healthy. Now, now here's why I'm bringing this up. So one of my ex's mom sat me down and really taught me what true self-love is, right? And I didn't ask her to do this. She just did this because I guess she felt like I didn't love myself. And it had nothing to do with what I'm about to talk about. But she did also bring this up when she was just teaching me in general, right? Um, She was trying to get me to, to accept the wrong things I've done in my life and move on from them, right? Because she felt like I was hating myself for the things that I've done in my life. But we also did talk about this was a big thing that she talked about in general was being healthy, right? Um, For me at the time, I wasn't fat, but she was talking about how more so how, you know, certain foods affect your spirit and your brain, right? And obviously if you don't work out, these things will clearly make you fat. Pork and things like that, which I wasn't really eating pork, but I, you know, I wasn't the cleanest eater that I am now, right? So what she was basically telling me was that there's no way that you can really love yourself if you don't take care of yourself. You just can't. You know what I'm saying? Because if you really when you really love something, you want it to live. You want it to thrive. You want it to flourish. You want it to be the best that it can be. And you cannot be the best that you can be fat and uh, overweight. You just can't. And it has honestly what y'all don't realize is it has has less to do with looks more so than how it makes you feel that's why you need to get on the internet and get so much validation because you don't feel it you don't even believe these things that you're telling the world that you love yourself that's why you have to keep making these reels and put these little captions and you know and 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 all these things that you have to do and put all these hashtags because you don't even truthfully believe this shit you don't accept your 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 sexual lifestyle you don't accept the way you look you don't accept your hair you don't accept your skin tone you don't accept your your weight you don't accept these things about yourself um you don't truly love yourself because at that point I shouldn't even be able to get you to to respond. Nobody should be able to get you to respond because, shit, you already know it's good, right? So the thing about it is this. You you cannot fully love yourself until you want yourself to be the best you can be. And that that one of the biggest things that you you have to work on is your health, right? And unfortunately, being overweight, eating certain foods, not taking care of your inner body is going to eventually destroy you as a complete total human would you want so once again let's look back at the foundation of love would you want to see your mother destroyed just to just to look good or just to fit a body positivity thing would you want your mother to then come call you and say baby i, I just got diagnosed with diabetes baby they said i have a blood clot they said that my arteries are clogged no you wouldn't for body just to be body positive now her body's negative 
right? So you wouldn't want that. You wouldn't want that for your children. They say, hey, your son's getting too fat. He's starting to clog up his chest. His body's not even built to hold this much mass yet. His bones ain't even, his frame can't even hold this much mass. And now it's clogging up his chest and it's, it's messing with his heart. You don't want that now, do you? So why would you want to put yourself in a position like that for yourself? See what I'm saying? So you can't possibly love yourself if you're not healthy. And if you're not trying to get into the best health you can want to be. Now, that don't mean you got to be skinny as a box rock. But we all know skinny people aren't always the most healthiest either. It just means that. And, and like I tell you all the time, when I first got on my quote unquote health journey, it wasn't even to lose weight. It was to feel better. It was to make my immune system stronger and things like that. But you know what comes with the territory? You will lose weight. It wasn't my goal, but it happened. You see what I'm saying? I mean, when you're eating kale and, and, and every day and maybe some salmon and, and beets and carrots and, and Brussels sprouts and, and you know what I'm saying? You see where I'm going with this? A lot of spinach, man. I was a spinach king. I'm still a spinach king. I, I just cooked some spinach today. Put some turmeric in it and everything, some curry. Um, you know, just uh, when you're gonna lose weight, I mean, it's just gonna come with the territory. You know, you 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 you've you've become lazy. That's what it really is, and you don't really want to put in the work. You don't want to put in the work. You're maybe too embarrassed to put in. Like I had a girl tell me straight up, I was like, "Well, we were talking about her losing weight," and she said, "Well, honestly, what stopped me from going out and going running and stuff like that? I don't want people looking at me." I'm like, well, people are looking at you regardless. <laughs> you know, would you rather them look at you trying to make progress or would you rather them look at you just sitting here being, you know, the size that you are for the rest of your life? And, you know, she couldn't really answer me. She just kept going around the question. I kept asking her the same thing. I'm like, let me tell you some real shit. When most people, when decent people, and I say decent, I don't even mean good people. I mean, like I said, decent people see a fat person running down the street or running in the gym. We don't laugh at them. They ain't nothing funny. We salute them. It make, it make us want to get up like, damn, if she running, then shit. We go running too. What excuse do I have? You motivate the whole world. You don't even know it. Every time I see a fat person jogging, I salute the fuck out of them. I pray for them to get better and get get to the goals that they want. I don't think that's funny. There ain't nothing funny about that at all. You know, who, who's laughing at you with some teenagers? That's what I'm saying. You're so worried about the world. You ain't, you ain't even worried about the right people. The right people, the people that you would actually want to, I guess, validate you, trust me, they're going to validate you through progress, not through you sitting there trying to process what you're doing, okay? So it's like you you can't possibly love yourself and you sitting there eating whatever, you don't do anything for a, a diet plan, you don't have a strict diet plan at all, like you can't possibly love yourself and, and, and just always need all these things. So it's just like, I, I, I see what y'all are doing and I'm telling you because I've, I've had to go on my own journey and I'm, I'm still on it. You know what I'm saying? And from obviously from a different perspective, but still, nonetheless, this is something I see plaguing a lot of people. And I think this whole false self-love and false body positivity and these things like that are really destroying people and they're stagnating you because now you just instead of just trying to work to come the better version of you, you just say, hey, fucking body positivity, bitch. You see what I'm saying? Oh, fuck it. Self-love. I mean, you know, I just, I just I, I'm learning how to love myself. No, you're learning how to accept yourself. You're learning how to accept that you just won't put in the work and fuck it. It is what it is. I guess I'm going to just have to accept the fact that I'm fat. It ain't no different than a, than a nigga who just gives up on his business ideas and says, you know what? These warehouses, this Walmart, 
it's not that bad. I can, I can grab grocery carts for the rest of my life. You know, I mean, it's not like I'm broke. I mean, I, I haven't lost my apartment in my car, but, you know, I mean, yeah. Yeah, you know what? Job positivity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Self-love. Then he just gets on Instagram every day, like, showing us his Walmart jacket, like, hey, guys, look, I'm going to work. Like, he's, like, 38 years old. Like, you see what I'm, you see what I'm saying? I mean, honestly, when you think about a male equivalent, it's, 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 there's not no difference. You know, we, we our biggest asset is what we have. Your biggest asset is, you know, what you who you are. So, who you are is going to be with... Um, I'd say 70% of that is your appearance. So it's the same shit when you think about it. How now how would that guy look to you? He looked like he gave up in life, right? When we wouldn't make fun of him and call him a bum. Some of y'all might, but we would just be like, damn, brother, you gave up. And you just accepted you gave it up. And now you want all of us to validate you've given up too. Fortunately for y'all, the world is accepting it with you. But guess what? That's they're not that's not true love then. That's what you call coddling. That what you that's actually what you call fear. We fear that you're going to go kill yourself if we tell you the truth. We fear that you're going to flip out and you're going to go into a depressed. We just, you know, you know it's okay. It's okay. That's what we're doing. Just it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, you are beautiful. And let me tell you something. A lot of y'all are. Anybody who knows me in real life knows I I prefer bigger women or thicker or curvier women anyway. But what I'm telling you is this. It's not a I've grown to I've outgrown that simply because of the fact that I look at it from a health perspective. You know what I'm saying? I look at it from the health perspective and I want to see people live as long as they can and be as strong as they can and be able to live life to the fullest. You know, saying at your size, there's a lot of things you just you just can't even you can't even go on vacation and do certain things because you're too big. For real. There's so many activities that are just so much easier to do when you're a smaller, more lean, fit person. You know what I'm saying? And when you got all this stomach and all this leg going on, it's just not as easy. And here was crazy. Some of y'all look amazing as you are. But I'm just telling you that, that, that this self-love thing has to be more than just the outer appearance. Because first of all, a lot of you women, for example, y'all like to talk about how you don't need men and everything like that. But it's funny how there's all these these products now that help women get their pH balance right and make their pussy wetter and make their pussy tighter. And you see all these pages now where they're promoting like healthy pussy. Who, well, who's the pussy for? And as we do this and as we move into this new world now, which is accept women as they are, your clothes have gotten tighter. Your clothes have gotten more revealing. Almost every other girl these days has a link tree in her in her bio, which leads to her Twitter and her OnlyFans. Who, I mean, who do you think is watching this stuff? You see what I'm saying? So so you you try to convince yourself all these things and you want the world to just believe it with you so you can feel better about these lies that you tell yourself. But at the end of the day, how could that be self-love? If your boyfriend right now was to start lying to you, you would tell him, what would you tell him? You don't love me. All you do is lie to me. Right? So love is love no matter whether it's going outward or inwards. So how could that be self-love if all you're doing is sitting there lying to yourself? You know how I know you're lying to yourself? Because you sit, and here's here's what some girls will tell me. They'll be like, "Well, Tommy, you know what it is? Is yeah, we want to lose weight, but we're just trying to accept ourselves while we're in the process of losing weight." And I feel like that's cool. And if you really feel that way, keep that to yourself. If it's genuine, you see what I'm saying? 
because at the end of the day, I kind of feel like the more you put it out there like that, the more you're going to get comfortable staying where you are. Because people are going to come to you and say, they're not going to come to you and say, yeah, girl, you can get it. They're going to be like, no, you're fine the way you are. So what happens is when you go through those temptations and you see that pizza and you see that, you say, mm, it's okay for you to cheat and have a cheat day. Cheat days become a cheat day, become cheat days. Cheat days become cheat weeks. And then you're just going around in circles. That's why y'all see, y'all seen it. You follow a girl on Instagram. They've been in the gym for two, three years now. But you're not supposed to be in the gym for two, three years. I'm just telling you that. I'm just going to keep it real with you. Like, if you really, 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 and, it, and that's why, you know, it's all capped for attention, because I'm telling you, it takes, it takes about the most 90 to 180 days, 90 to 180 days. We, unless you're a fat, fat ass person, we should see a lot of progress. If you have, if you can look at your Instagram right now and show me the first time that you posted that you was going to the gym, Hey guys, I'm going to go to the gym. And it's been two years now. You started in 2020. It's now 2022. And you haven't really made significant progress. You're, you're just, you're running around in circles. You know why? Because everybody keeps telling you that you find the way you are. And then what happens is, once again, it's easier to have a cheat day when you, shit, I mean, I, I can be, I can be whoever I want to be anyway. You see what I'm saying? It's the same reason why I feel like in the future, every girl's going to be a hoe. Every girl's going to have an OnlyFans. Every girl's going to sell their body because... The world is telling them it's okay. I mean, why? I mean, and then we think about it from a logical perspective, right? Let's look at that right quick. Okay, I don't want this whole episode to be about fat people or, or or big people or whatever like that. When you when you when you look at it from a logical logical perspective, it's all about money, right? It's all they want. Everybody, everybody want money and fame now, right? Everybody wants to be a superstar, or rich, right? Why would a young girl go out there and be classy? Hold herself back from getting as much dick as she wants. You know what I'm saying? Dating whoever she wants. Wearing whatever she wants. Right? Going out, traveling the world, having fun. To go to college and sit there and be all wholesome and all these things. When shit, at the end of the day, if she goes out there and sucks dick on Twitter. And gets butt ass naked. And just does whatever just lives a fucking loose ass life she's gonna still get called a queen anyway they're still gonna call her goddess and and worship her anyway they're still gonna say yes sis anyway so what why 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 work hard you see what i'm saying why why would you if i was a female angle i'd probably do the same shit go out and have fun because at the end of the day i'm gonna I'm get the same credit I'm going to have a faster life than you. It's going to take you 20 years to get what I'm going to get in two days, two weeks, two months, maybe two years, right? And at the end of the day, y'all still going to respect me anyway. So, see, back then it was, it, 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 that when we, there was a, when we lived back in what y'all would call a more mean or disrespectful time, it actually worked for the benefit of the human. It didn't, it didn't work for weak people. That's, that's weak people. Everybody can't be strong. You know, only the strong survive. But at the end of the day, it worked. Because it motivated people to get the fuck up out of their shell. You have to get up. You have to get up. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is why you see such a... It's funny. We think we're doing better in this generation, but we're actually doing worse. We're actually doing worse. By the time most... Even most men these days don't even have their own spot. I don't even have my own spot. I'm just being honest with you, right? But when my dad was 23, 24, he got his first house. You see what I'm saying? And he, it, you know, and this was, this was common back then, even for people who weren't rich because they had no fucking choice. There was nobody that was going to tell them it's okay. 
Like, no, you had to go get it. So it's like, you know, back then the women had to be in shape. Now it's just like, well, you could just be fat. You, 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 just, you know, don't, I mean, you gonna get called beautiful like everybody else. Matter of fact, you get, you get called beautiful even more. See, people don't spare the skinny girl. Nobody spares a skinny woman, a slim athletic woman. But when you fat, you get spared. It's a, it's a, it's a comfort zone. You know what I'm saying? It's a very, very comfortable zone. It's like the worst you're doing in life these days, the more dysfunctional your life is, as long as you have a lot of followers and some money, the more dysfunctional your life is, whether you see it that way or not, the more love you get these days as a woman or a gay person. As straight men, we can't do that. We have to still get up, go work hard, bust our ass, get in shape, be tall, slang the dick. We still have to live like it's 1962, men. Now, if you want to take the easy route, you have to become a beta cuck, Democrat, liberal type dude or a gay man or a trans. That's it. That's the only other way out. If you're a man and you claim to be a heterosexual man or whether you want to download or not, but that's who you are to the world. If you claim to be at least semi masculine, you want to be the most alpha male in the world. If you have to live like it's 1962. There's, no, there's really no difference. To, actually, I would say there's worse expectations for you because now you got to be kind of thugged out with it. too. you can't just be a good old farm worker. No, you got matter of fact, 1962 was easier because you could you could be a brother working at a warehouse your whole life or a factory your whole life and and still get respect in your community. Now it's like, nigga, if you're not fucking Elon Musk or trying to be Elon Musk. You can't just be like, oh, I got me a job at a factory. Now, nigga, 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 you're a bum nowadays for that. You're a scrub. So actually, as a matter of fact, it's even worse for us. Right. But at the same time, it produces great results. I mean, it makes a lot of men depressed and it makes a lot of men feel a lot of pressure that might break a lot of them um, because the pressure is very heavy and it doesn't it's not realistic. However, it, it has made a lot of other people great, though. That's why you have some niggas who are 23, 24 millionaires driving Maseratis. Legally, you know what I'm saying. So at the same time, like you, you know, this is this is what I'm this is this is what I'm speaking on. Like, you know, but like like me and like a lot of other people, we have to have at least one roommate. You know what I'm saying? Now, especially with the prices going up in Atlanta, the prices have shot up. The the cost of living has just shot up in the last two years. Myself, plenty of other people are either a living with friends, moved in with their girlfriends or their girlfriend, whatever, they moved in together, whatever. They either live, okay, they're either living with significant others, homeboys, roommates, or I have, I have a couple, I have a, I have a homeboy, he's, he's educated, he's a smart dude, everything. He's at his mom's house, you know what I'm saying? Um, I was at my mom's house, you know what I'm saying? It, it, you know, it's just like people are having to kind of do that in Atlanta right now because it's just like out of nowhere, just rent just shot up about 50%. And, and it's just hard, man. You know what I'm saying? It's hard. However, at the same time, like, what you guys have to realize is this. What it comes down to... Hold on. Huh? What it comes down to, what I'm talking about is this. This, the, these, 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 these journeys that I see. And you know, what's crazy is in the Bible, it says, in the last days, men will be lover of selves. And a lot of times in the Bible, when it says men, um, it's, it's referring to the human race. You gotta keep in mind the Bible was written by men. It, it, it was written at a time when women didn't have women were like second class citizens. Like 
everything was addressed to men. Even even when you read a lot of the original government documentation, it was clearly addressed to men, even though it was for everybody. You know what I'm saying? So um, with that being said, like that could have meant humans and now you see these self-love thing everywhere lovers of self self-love and it's all about you you're the main star of the show everybody wants to be the main star of the show back in the days we all lived our life now when i say we i mean like our parents and our grandparents and our ancestors they lived their lives very actually sacrificial the man lived his life for his family the wife lived his lived her life for the husband and the kids. The kids lived their lives for their parents and their future kids. Now, everybody's living for themselves. It's like you're in a relationship with somebody, but it's really all about you. You see what I'm saying? That's why things aren't really working because the, the energy is so off balance these days. And we think that we've progressed as a human race. But if we've progressed so much, then how come the results don't show that? The results don't show that all you see is people depressed, divorced, dysfunctional, destructive. Okay, so wrap it up with a with a Mercedes Benz and a condo. That's that doesn't mean anything in in the real, real reality of the world. That's just a cover up. That's all that is. And that's what I'm saying. And then and what do you what do you get it for? You get it just to go run to the gram to show it off. You I mean, truthfully, if Instagram was to fall off, if the Internet was to get shut down right now, but we still had to go live life, we could still get money. A lot of y'all wouldn't even go out there and get the stuff that you want or you think you, your whole goals right now would change because you ain't got nobody to show it off to. Who, your neighbors who are like, what, 40, 50 years old? So you you ain't got nobody to go and, you know, look what I got, y'all. You don't even realize that Instagram has shaped the whole way you live. I've caught, I've caught, I'm guilty of it too. I'm guilty of it too. I didn't, I didn't wanted to go eat somewhere. But I said, I'm going to go over here because I'm going to get a better picture. I'm going to get a better view. I'm going to be able to, you know, I might run into some. So it's just like, you know, we don't even realize that it's literally shaped the way everything You'll buy a certain outfit just because you know it's going to pop on the ground. You ain't even buy it and even think about how it's going to pop in real life. All you thought about was the ground. So, and the ladies are going through that even heavier than men, but men are going through that as well. So it just, it literally shapes and shifts every type of consumption that you, you know, you encounter in your life. So you have to look at this whole self-love thing and really re-examine it. What is self-love then? The self-love has to be growth. There has to it has to be growth. And for a lot of people who are going through the self-love journey, you're going through the self-love journey because you didn't love yourself. So that means that there must be growth. You cannot just try to accept the bullshit that you're in. You know what I'm saying? But in life, yes, you do have to accept what you can't change and change what you can't accept. But I feel like a lot of this stuff that you're thinking about when you're thinking about self-love are the things you can change. You know what I'm saying? And, and you have so you have to be willing to go through that. And if you're going to share it with the world, then you have to be ready for, for the world to say, yeah, you look good, but you need to you need to lose some weight. OK, yeah, I get that you you feel like you're gay, but bro, I don't see nobody trying to date you and it's going to leave you to be depressed. All the men that you're attracted to are heterosexual. You know, you, yes, you know, you, you, you want to, what else, what else is a lot of people using self-love for? Okay. Dark skin girl, like a dark skin black girl. Okay. Yes. Your skin is beautiful, but if you don't think it's beautiful, it don't mean shit. Because at the end of the day, what, what happens is this, here's what happened with a dark skin black girl, for example, or a lot of black girls, for example, right? Let's talk about the black women right quick. 
a hundred million niggas could tell you you're beautiful. All it takes is one to make a stupid joke or stupid comment just because he's mad or angry and upset. Something he probably doesn't necessarily actually mean. And you will let that overshadow all the other people who fuck with you. That's why you have black women who say things like dark skinned women have never got no respect in Hollywood and all this other stuff. Like, is that all it's about? Hollywood? Because last time I checked, some of the most biggest black women in Hollywood are brown skinned at least. The light skinned girls, you know what the light skinned girls get casted as? Evil. When you watch the movie Mad uh, Diary of a Mad Black Woman, they had the light skinned girl, she was a little skank hoe. When you watch a lot of movies, the lights, they, they take the little light-skinned girl and always make her some bougie or some type of mean or stank hoe. Um, dark-skinned girls used to be high-fashion models. Light-skinned girls were in rap videos, shaking ass. I, I, I don't know where they get this myth from, and that's, what, that's the thing about it. All you have to do is see one time y'all didn't get a role, but a light-skinned girl did. And it's, oh, we're just not, we not loved it. See what I'm saying? So the self-love is bullshit at that point. And if it's self-love, why are you trying to put yourself in a group of people? Why are you classifying yourself with fat girls, dark-skinned girls, gay, LGBT, uh, whatever whatever it is that you have going on, your hair, whatever, your feet. Your, if you're a man, you got man titties. Why are you classifying yourself? See, see the thing about it, a man that has man titties is trying to go through a self-love stage. Even if he's just trying to accept the fact that he has man titties or he's trying to change it or whatever the case may be. He don't classify himself with other niggas that got man titties. He's looking at himself. But for some reason, like I said, the women, the black women, to separate them, the LGBT, they want to look at everybody. That's why one of the most respectful things I've ever heard a gay man say was, I'm gay, but I'm not LGBT. And that shit was powerful to me. I was like, wow, that's deep. This is this is somebody I've I've talked to in person. Like I talked to him in person. He said he said he said I he said I'm gay, but I'm not LGBT. Cause I was dissing him. I was talking shit. I was like, man, yeah, and y'all LGBT shit is always trying to force this. He said he said, listen, I'm gay, but I'm not LGBT. I have my own struggles. I don't need to internalize nobody else's pain when I have my own shit to deal with. He didn't say that word for word, but that's that's basically what he was breaking down to me. You see what I'm saying? So with that being said, like, how can you have self-love when you first of all, you want to you want you want the world to help you with this journey? But we can't. We all we can do is coddle you and lie to you and lie to ourselves in the process. Then you want to classify yourself with a whole group of people because you feel like y'all got the same struggle. But six gay niggas do not have the same story. Six fat women do not have the same story. Six dark-skinned women do not have the same. You got some dark-skinned women who look at some of y'all and be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never felt outcast. If anything, I feel like, God damn it, I get too much privilege because I'm the only dark-skinned girl around here. There was a little girl that used to live with us, Abigail. Beautiful little dark-skinned girl. Dark as hell. Chocolate skin. Went to an all-white school. Them little kids worshipped her. Treated her like a goddess. If she was to hear y'all talk right now, it would break my heart to see that she would probably internalize what y'all are saying because of what you have either witnessed or you have experienced. When she hasn't experienced that. 
she gets privileged over white girls at her school, at the little middle school or high, whatever elementary school they were going to because of her dark skin. She never has felt outcasted because of her dark skin. She feels, if anything, the queen of the motherfucking school because of her dark skin. She has all the boys, the little boys want to want her as a girlfriend because of her dark skin. She was dark skin with a big old gap tooth. But she pretty as hell. Pretty, pretty little girl. She used to live with us. Uh, her mom lived with us and her brother lived with us at my mama house back in the day. Abigail. I never forget Abigail. She's like probably like 16, 17 years old now. They live in um, Seattle now. Her mom went and married some white guy. They moved to Seattle. They're Jamaican. She. But the problem is these days, y'all cast so much, so much insecurity onto everybody that she would probably get on the internet. Well, she probably already on the internet by now. But was she going to get on the internet and see all these dark skinned girls crying and whining? And she going to start to feel like some type of way. I hope she don't, though. I pray she don't. And she always remember that you never had it bad. You good. And there's a lot of other dark skinned girls who are good as well. You know what I'm saying? Don't let Lizzo lie to you. If Lizzo could wake up tomorrow and be in shape, she'd be in shape. And if she doesn't, she's a fucking idiot. Because all she's doing is trying to prove to the world something, but all she's doing is hurting herself in the process. How is that self-love? How could that be love at all? What kind of love is that? Would you want somebody to love you that way? And just let you just go to shit to prove a point? No, you you want you would want them even in your own stupidity to grab you out of that and be like, hey, you're not gonna like me right now, but trust me, in the future you're gonna thank me for this. I'm throwing away all this chocolate. And then, yeah, a year from now, when you're in shape and you're on the beach running and you don't have to feel insecure about anything, jiggling and looking crazy. Mm, let's talk. Let's tell the truth now. You know what I'm saying? You gonna look back and be like, man, and that's the best friend I ever had. That motherfucker really loved me while everybody else was letting me be a fucking fat ass and bringing me more chocolate and just shoving poison into my body all the time, right? This person threw my chocolate away because I couldn't do it myself and I wouldn't do it myself. And they seen that I was just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And when you get bigger and bigger and bigger, that means you're getting more unhealthy and more unhealthy and you're more close to death and illness and sickness and disease. Okay, so we're trying to get you out of that. You understand what I'm saying? When I became a vegan uh, three years ago, I didn't become a vegan to lose weight. I became a vegan to get healthy. Dr. Sebi's teachings were what literally led me to becoming a vegan. You know what I'm saying? I, I wanted to have an immune system that was impeccable, damn near indestructible. It had nothing to do with losing weight. And I just happened to lose weight in the process. I always have been a workout person. I've been working out since fifth grade, at least. I've always been into doing at least calisthenics at the bare minimum. You know what I'm saying? So that was already going on. So I was going to lose my weight anyway. But I'm telling you that what you eat make you unhealthy spiritually, mentally, emotionally as well. It's not just physically. So how could you love yourself and you know that's nothing. Self-love is knowledge. It's, it's learning about self. It's learning 
well, damn, how do I get into a good mental health? See, some of y'all think, like, I'm going to go get my chakras and I'm going to go get some sage. And, man, shut that shit up. You have to learn how to, first of all, and it's kind of like what I, I'm going I'm to put it to you metaphorically, right? I want you to think deep, deeply about what I'm about to say, okay? So, I rap. I got friends who rap. I had a friend one time tell me, he said, I can only rap when I'm high. I said, brother, you have, if you really want to take this shit serious, you really want to be a dope MC, you're going to have to learn how to rap sober, bro. If you can't, if you can't be as creative sober as you are when you high, you're not really that fire, bro. And you, and what's, here's the problem. You destroy your life. Now, here you are, 30, 30 something years old with all these health problems because you have to go to the studio every day, right? And that means every day you go to the studio, you got to be high out of your fucking mind, right? And you got to keep getting higher to build, to build off of the last time you got high, right? You have to be able to do it sober. If you can't be just, a, if you can't come up with a fire ass song sober, bro, you're you going to destroy yourself. You're going to become a muse, bro. I said it in one of my songs the other day. I said, um, well, let me read it to y'all. Let me read it to y'all. Uh, you know, talking about this, talking about this thing, you know, because and I've been talking about this. Uh, I said, um, I just read a, a little bit of it so you can get to like the the, the rhyme of it. So I can pull up in a ghost in a hood that's haunted. She don't have nothing to offer, but she's always wanting. Trying to cuff a nigga who was always wanted. He should be on posters. Escape the bars and staying sober. Center a show around drinking. We must pray for Nori. That's how you become amused just for other stories. You see what I'm saying? So when I, what I was saying there, if you guys don't know Nori, the rapper, he has a show called Drink Champs. So every time he got to go on this show, he got to become an alcoholic. Now he's been on Twitter talking about some AI hey, ain't drinking in 60 days. You centered you centered your whole show around drinking and it made you I say it again. I said escape the bars and staying sober. Center a show around drinking. We must pray for Nori. That's how you become amused just for other stories. They wait until your funeral just to give you roses. Some niggas 30 years old in the streets, man, them niggas homeless. So when I said what I was saying, I was talking and it's funny, when I wrote this, I didn't even know Nori was trying to go sober. I was just thinking about it. I was like, damn, this dude really has a show where, you know, you know, and he does a show like what, once a week, twice a week, at least twice a week. Here he is getting drunk. So here he is just to have a show, just to, you know, whatever in the show. Nobody watched that show to get to see these guys get drunk. Do we watch them to see these interviews with these dope rappers and dope talented people that they interview? And we like to see the, the personality that Nori and his friends have. We don't watch it to see, oh, what are the drinker today? We don't give a fuck. You could do that show completely sober. It could be just, you don't even call it drink champs. You can just call it champs and we'll still watch it. So it's like you, you centered the show around getting drunk and drinking. And now you're an alcoholic that needs to go on these binges of sobriety and, 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 and all this other stuff. You've destroyed your liver to deliver a show. I should have put that in the bars too, huh? Y'all steal my shit. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, you guys are destroying yourselves. You know, Lizzo probably, instead of working out, she probably goes out every night and eats more food to stay fat to show the world, like, I'm going to be the fat girl. But then in the long run, when she dropped dead from a heart, well, let me not say that, because I don't want to wish that on her, but I'm saying, if she was to, at a young age or something like that, then we all going to be sitting there looking like, damn. 
And what did she do? She just promoted a whole bunch of unhealthy behavior. And get what she did? She encouraged a lot of little young girls to be that way too. Now they're stuck in the trap. But once you get to a certain level of fat, man, that shit is like... I ain't gonna say it's impossible. It's definitely impossible. But that shit is... Now that's a journey. That's a journey. You know what I'm saying? When you when you Lizzo big, man, it takes real, real... It's, hey, trust me, it's gonna take a... It takes way more than just eating healthy and going jogging every day. I tell you that you need some real um, high, what's it called? Is it hit high interval training? You need some real, you got to go do, you got to do a little bit, man. You need some some pills. You don't really need no pills, but yeah, you, you you might need some cocaine, baby girl. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, you need God to get out of that shit. That shit is deep. You got to understand that shit done became a part of your body now. Your wrist is big. Your ankles is big. Your neck is big. Everything on you is fat. You don't even look how you're supposed to look. When you really think deeply about it, you, you, that's what I'm saying. You're talking about some accepting yourself and self-love. You don't even look at this. You're not even being yourself. Let's, let's talk about the trends. Talking about... And they, they love to tell everybody, be yourself, be yourself. Are you being yourself? Because that's not even who you are. You are not a woman. I mean, I know they don't want to hear that shit, but it's just true. So it's like we all living in these lies now. And now you, you want me to lie with you. And you call that me not being transphobic. What the fuck you mean transphobic? I ain't scared of you. I love you more than you love yourself. That's what you don't realize. I know that in the long run, this shit is not going to be benefiting. And watch, mark my words. We're going to see it within the next 20, 30 years. You're going to see a very high suicide rate within the LGBT community, especially the GBT. You're going to through the roof. Because the only ones out of all of them I see actually finding any love is the L's, the lesbians. That's it. You see the gay niggas, they're in love with men that won't ever be with them. The trans women are treated like secrets. The bisexual nigga, he's just a freak. That don't even make no sense. He's just a freak. There's nothing else going on there. So, in the long run, you just, they and they tell you, come on, yeah, pride, 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 pride. And they, you destroying yourself. You done put all these hormones in your body now, but you still got a dick. You done put on fake titties or you done grew titties. You think this going to work out for you in the long run? And you ain't getting no love. Everybody wants some love. You ain't getting no love. You can't be a hoe forever. It's not going to work. Nobody, I'm, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure even niggas who's out here really busting down trannies don't want no 60-year-old tranny. So then what you going to do? You going to look crazy at 60. I'm just going to let you know that now. You better hope that you still have access to them hormone shots and all that other shit because if not, you going to shit. That, that, that voice going to start to come back. Yeah, them facial hairs gonna start to go. If you ain't got no laser surgery, them hairs come back in. Now you a hairy nigga with titties. It ain't funny. I mean, everybody, I know somebody out there laughing. It's not, it's not, it's really not funny. I may talk a lot of shit on this show, but I do have a heart for humans. All of them. Except for people who worship the devil openly. That's it. Okay, I try my best to understand every group, but at the same time, if I didn't, if I didn't have love for humanity, I'd just sit here and do what everybody else is doing to you. Yes, yeah, yeah, pride. Oh yeah, you be yourself while you running out here destroying yourself, looking crazy half the time. And I know some of y'all are like, well, I look good. You probably do. It's some of y'all that do look good. I ain't gonna sit there and cap about it, but that don't mean that you ain't destroying yourself. 
See, this world has got so vain. As long as you just look good, that's all that matters to y'all. Y'all don't want to work on nothing beyond the surface no more. Just look good. That's it. See how social media has got you? As long as you're basically better, that's what it comes down to. As long as you're social media presentable, you don't really care about anything else. I'm telling you, suicides are going to be so high in the next 20 years. And I'm not saying that because, you know, everybody's just suicidal people. But what I'm saying is that mostly most of us are living secular lives. And the devil, he's he has his foot in your in your, in your life. And this is exactly what he wants for you. And then and, and when you don't have Jesus in your heart and you don't have God in your heart, bro, it's easy to kill yourself. Now, after 30, 40 years, you realize not only have you not got any real results, but you've been bamboozled this whole fucking time. Oh, my God. I couldn't even I don't want to imagine how that would feel, make somebody feel it make you feel like fuck all this shit. And you either going to want to be homicidal or suicidal. Now, I'm not saying you're going to do it, but trust me, those thoughts alone are just as destructive as the actions. You know, what depression does to the body. It eats it up takes off years of your life you can get them back but you 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 know if, if, if not unless it's too late certain damages are very much irreversible all right so when you're on this so-called self-love journey i need you guys to really be real with yourself really be real with yourself really have longevity with it really sit there with yourself you know what I'm saying you need to seek a higher power because at the end of the day like it's a self journey. That's why you call it self love, right? That's why you got it on your hashtag, right? Self love, self love. Well, what has it done for you? You see what I'm saying? Now, some of y'all, I'm not saying this is everybody. Some people say self love and you, they actually go work on themselves. But a lot of people, I feel like they use this as a cover up to get validation for them to accept themselves and their mediocrity. Don't let that don't let that anything I just said go over, go over your head. A lot of them use it as a cover up to get other other people to validate themselves as they sit there and dwell and accept their mediocrity. And I'm calling the mediocrity really to give you a, to give you to give you to give you a mile where all you get all you need is an inch. Like I'm just trying to help you out and make you feel a little bit better. I'm see I'm doing a little coddling for you too. You know, and mind you, I'm not perfect, but I'm not going to sit up here and let you just fall to the to the to the side like that. Because that's what the world is doing to you when they sit up there and tell you, oh, no, yes, just be this and be that and be sad and, 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 and play victim and just, you know, whatever. Because if you guys really love yourself, bro, I would not see half half the shit I see. I wouldn't even see half the responses I see that y'all give the people who so-called come at you. I had an art page up and people would people who didn't like me, they would go in there and tell me my art was ugly. Not one time that I ever respond to it. You know why? I know that shit ain't ugly. You see what I'm saying? I don't it is. And hey, anybody tell you I'm a responding ass nigga. I respond to a lot of shit. But I, for some reason, when people come at my rap or my or my art, I, I, I just it just doesn't bother me. And literally, I look at it and I kind of just does it doesn't it bothers me that you would sink that low to to try to because you don't like me to come at my craft, which has nothing to do with me. You see what I'm saying? Anybody could have drew this picture. Anybody could have wrote this rap. You know what I mean? If Kendrick Lamar wrote the same rap, you'd like it. So 
it bothers me that you're that low of a person or you're in that low of a state right now. But what you're actually saying has no merit because I know you're just talking shit for one. And I know it's not true. I know that this shit is dope. I, I wouldn't have posted a whole fucking art page if I didn't, if I didn't feel like I don't, you, you don't see me having a basketball page. Now, I play basketball by myself because I suck. I don't, <laughs> I don't want nobody to see me keep missing these goddamn easy ass shots. <laughs> I got a video of me shooting the ball. I'm like, and I watched this shit the other day. I'm like, bro, how the fuck did you miss that? I, mean, I was literally right next to the goal and I missed it. You know, it just went up in the air and it came right back down. I was like, yeah, this is why, you know, you, you don't do that. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, you know, a lot of people, you know, they say self love and I just, I don't. I just, it's bullshit. There, it's bullshit. You know, and if you really want to get on that path, first of all, you need to really turn to self. You know, saying stop trying to, and it's okay to check out other people's stories so you can maybe find some clarity within your own, but to just automatically just throw yourself into these groups like that, it's just, to me, it's just retarded. You know what I'm saying? That's number one. And it's, and it's, I ain't gonna say it's retarded. I'm gonna just say that it's, it's, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, not deflective, not dismissive, uh, unproductive, I guess is what I'm looking for. It's not productive. Right. And then, you know, you also need so much validation for something that you claim that you already have, not something you're trying to get. Now, if you were trying to get to it and you admitted to us that, like, I don't really accept my body, y'all. What do y'all think about this picture? Like, I could understand that a little bit more. But when you're acting like you have the self-love, and that's why when women like to say, throw the word healing out as almost like a, like them throwing shade at men or something. I just, come on. You, you're the most hurt group of people on earth. And you've just, you've, you're so good at it, at being hurt. You've managed to cover it up with these fake unbothered shit but yet the results show that you're completely bothered for example black women like to act like they don't care what black men think or say but then they'll go and they'll just sit up there and have so much anger and hostility and then call you a bullet bag because you said that the girl's weave was messed up you know I got, I got into like a small I guess you could say little go back and forth with a black girl the other day let me see if I got the screenshot nah I don't I remember I, I didn't screenshot it for a reason um, and I said something to her along the lines of like, you need to get a new weave. And she comes back and says something about me getting killed by the police. I'm like, y'all like to act so unbothered. But I mean, for you to be so unbothered and go straight to go get killed by the police, ma'am, you, you are more bothered than I, I would even think you were. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, you could have just made fun of my hairline. I got a crooked hairline. I mean, we could have been talking about each other's hairlines for all for, for an hour, but you went straight to you want death and I told her that I was like I was like, I was like yeah I don't want to even have this conversation with you no more you're too low look where, you look where you just took it and look see what you don't realize you didn't just take me there you took yourself there you just wish death on somebody it ain't got nothing to do with me you know what I'm saying and even if it did have something to do with me in the long run you'll feel you'll, well I would hope if you're a human you'd feel crazy that you said those words and then maybe a day later it happened to me and then now you got to live in fear of it coming back to happen. Now, maybe not even you, maybe your son, maybe your brother, maybe your father, who you don't hate. You see what I'm saying? So, but they're still men though. And they're black men and they're, they're just as susceptible to become a goddamn bullet bag as I am. So 
with that being said, when when these women talk, you gotta you get you got sometimes you get you gotta look at it like, bro, this is all a cover up. It's all a cover up. This is why so many people don't like me because I'll say these type of things and and it's like they almost kind of feel like, who are you? Who who? How dare you expose our hand like this? You know, how dare you debunk all this shit? It's like you just literally came and just crushed our world. It's like, I ain't trying to crush your world. I'm trying to help you get productive. Because at the end of the day, you being productive helps me be productive. We we all produce a better outcome for the human race if we just do that. You know what I'm saying? For God's children if we just do that. Because at the end of the day, the more we keep lying to each other, we get more stagnated. It's like I tell people all the time when they tell me I'm lying when I tell them a story. I'm like, let me tell you something. I would never come to you and tell you a story and lie to you about this story. Because I can't get anything out of a lie. And here's the example I give you, right? I'll give you a quick, let me make up a quick scenario. And I've done this before on this, on this podcast. I'm a bit, the last time I did this, I, I drew it out a little too long. So I'm going to keep it real short and simple for you, right? If I come to you and I tell you that my girlfriend hit me you're going to give me advice or a response based off of what I just told you so that response might be somewhere in the lines of oh you need to leave her oh man you should hit her back oh that bitch where the fuck she at I'm gonna go beat her ass for you oh you need to call the police you need to file a police report you don't you need to break up with her right but see what you don't know is I left out a big part of the story she hit me because I punched her in her fucking face. You see what I'm saying? So if I told you that, and I told you the whole story, then you're going to give me the results, I mean, the response I actually need. And to me, it, if you're going around telling fake stories, you you know, you, 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 you have a lot that you need to work on. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to make fun of you for it. I'm just going to say you have a lot you need to work on. So I've always told people like, if you want, if you actually want real advice, you're going to have to tell people the truth, man. You can't leave out what you did. I mean, if you didn't do anything, you didn't do anything. But I'm just saying, if you did, brother or sister, then you need to tell. You need to tell them folks. Because then they cannot give you good advice off of a lie. You just can't. It's, it's literally physically impossible. Because I can only give you advice based off what you told me. And I have to assume that what you're telling me is the full story and the whole truth. And at least all the vital information that I would need to formulate an analysis to come to a conclusion so with that being said it's just like if you sit up there lying to yourself there's no growth and you might have actually been growing a lot more before you came up with this whole self-love thing but now that you you've put yourself in this whole self-love thing and that's it and mind you i know there's some people who are like hey you know the boot don't fit don't wear it only hit dogs holler so if i'm talking to you and you put yourself into that and now you're wondering why you're not getting no results you're wondering why you you yeah you you need instagram man because you need that's why y'all gotta post so much you need it because what happens is this it's almost like it's like a cigarette you can't just if you're a cigarette smoker you can't just smoke one cigarette every day you gotta smoke the cigarette get get that feeling up go work go do what you do and then when that feeling gets a little low, you go smoke another cigarette. And then when that it goes up and then feeling go low again, you smoke another cigarette. So it's just like it's just like that. You're like addicted to it now. 
But has addiction ever been a good thing? Like you're addicted to this, what they call the instant gratification because you need it. And it's not really instant gratification. It's instant validation. You need constantly throughout the day because if you had to sit there by yourself, I promise promise you a lot of y'all would be miserable. If you if you couldn't get on Instagram and people tell you, girl, you look beautiful, you're beautiful because your voice isn't loud enough. Your boyfriend, if you have one, his voice isn't loud enough. If you have a girlfriend, her voice isn't loud enough. So you 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 tell yourself these things. Oh, I'm beautiful, but you don't really believe it. You need that guy in those comments, even though you ignore them and you act like they don't exist. Trust me, you're reading all you. It don't even matter if you read them all. Just seeing the words just float up in your notifications like, you know, it's what the guys in there saying. Right. You need these likes. You need these things to make you feel like, oh, I, I must be beautiful if a thousand people like my picture. I must be beautiful if 50 guys are in my DMs right now. And 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 all. What is that? What is that? Well, OK, so what does that mean? 50 niggas in your DM. So. What is 50 niggas in your DM if you not in your DM? Oh, come on. Let me get an amen. Let me get a hallelujah. What is 50 niggas in your likes if you're not in your likes? It won't ever fucking matter. You need this shit now. God forbid. They, they, and that's why y'all go so crazy when they delete your account. God forbid they, they've shut the internet down for 60 days. Y'all go crazy. Now you have to sit with yourself. And ain't nobody there to like the pictures now. Oh, you see them stretch marks. You see that love. You see them love handles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you see it. You see that Adam's apple. You 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 see that you a lonely gay nigga. You gay now and you're lonely. You you see it. You ain't got no choice but to deal with it. Ain't nobody there to tell you that you all of that. Ain't nobody there to lie to you, coddle you, and hold your hand. Ain't nobody okay, even if they're not lying, let's take away from the lie part, right? Ain't nobody there to make you feel good about yourself. And you're not enough. Self-love, I guess you don't have enough love enough of it. Am I lying? Am I lying? You know, that's why one of the best things, and I was forced into it, and I ain't gonna talk about it too much, but still, one of the best times of my life so far was after I came out of isolation. Because during, I, and that's and that's how I became as, not to brag, but as wise as I am now. Because I had to sit there with myself, y'all. And there was nobody there telling me everything was going to be okay. And nobody was in there telling me that, yeah, man, we finna get this and we finna do that. And and I didn't have, I couldn't lean on, you know, holding up stacks of money or having a pistol in my waist. I had to literally lean on just me and God. That's it. And that's when I really learned who I really am. Not who I became. Not who I've allowed myself to be. Not who I've let the world turn me into. But who I just naturally truly am. And once again, it's still a journey, right? And I share my journey with you guys through generalizing these type of conversations sometimes. Not maybe not this one, but other ones. And maybe even some some things I said in here. But at the same time, you had to sit by yourself. Half of y'all haven't sat by yourself in a probably ever. And the last time that you sat by yourself, tell the truth, how'd it go? You were depressed. See? So you've covered it up. You haven't, you know what you are? You're not, you haven't, you haven't, uh, you haven't beat porn addiction. And this is, this is a metaphor, but you could take it literally too. You haven't beat porn addiction. You just don't have internet right now. 
So think about that metaphorically, right? You you haven't really actually defeated this depression. You've just literally found something to help you cope with it. But guess what? In the meanwhile, it's still low-key eating you alive. And it's actually eating you up even worse because you have no outlet. You have no way to outlet it because you you have you keep hiding it and suppressing it and hiding it and suppressing it. And you've and you've allowed see the see here's how the devil gets you. He come they say he come as light, self love, healing, right? He's come as a as an angel of light. With these terms that sound so good, but all these terms have done is stagnate you as a human. Hold on, y'all. self-love and that's all these terms have done is stagnate you as a human so you know i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna end it on this note i think i've said enough i don't want to drag it out too much and i'm gonna i might touch back on it i might not i might do a part two i might not but i, I just really wanted you guys to really actually have to deal with it because if you don't deal with it you won't ever get to the real true self-love and mind you Self-love, you're going to have to learn more. You're going to have to actually take the time to go into those dangerous spaces, those triggering spaces, those spaces that hold you accountable that might make you cry. But you have to stay strong because there is light at the end of the tunnel if you let it. That's not the end for someone to tell you, hey, look, you're fat. Hey, this tranny thing, it's cool. In the long run, it's not going to work for you. Hey, this gay thing, I, I get that it's how you feel naturally, but you, you need to find some type of other way to deal with it because what you're doing right now is going to hurt you in the long run. Hey, this skin tone thing that you have a problem with, you can't get rid of your skin tone anyway. You need to learn how to deal with that shit the right way. All these things you have to sit there and you're going to think about, it's going to get you to where you actually need to be, not where you think you are. Because where you think you are right now is nowhere good, I'm telling you. I have seen this shit a million times a day. Yeah, I got to keep in mind, I study shit like this. I see this I see this a million times a day. You know, and like I got to tell you all the time, as chaos ensues, it leaves people confused. You're confused and you've now it's getting to the point where the whole world's confused. We don't we don't know what we're doing anymore. You see, I tell you all the time, this generation is a guinea pig lab rat generation. Right? And we're doing a lot of things. We're involved with a lot of things. We say a lot of things that we've never seen or seen, uh, not in our lifetimes before. So we have no manual to this shit. We have no nothing to look forward to and say, well, I get this is what 20 years of social media looks like. We don't fucking know. We're the first people to use social media for 20 fucking years. We don't know, whoa, what is an 80 year old with face tattoos and, and you see what I'm saying? Like, we don't fucking know, but we going to find out. What does 20 years of doing Percocets and sipping lean do to the body? Oh, we finna find out. Oh, we finna find out. What is it like? What's the after effects of OnlyFans? When your kids are now 16, 17 years old, they done found your old Twitter pictures all over Google. And they, they have to look at their mother sucking dick, sucking dildos, sucking cucumbers. Something that none of y'all who are doing these things even know what it feels like because your mama would you your mom wouldn't dare 
You see what I'm saying? We don't we don't even know. And we're just running out to the world. Just give me these drugs that nobody else has ever done before. Just, just give me, give me, give me this lifestyle that we've never seen. Give me as much social media as possible. Let me wake up in the morning and the first thing I do is grab my phone and start strolling and taking in all this ADHD out the ass. How is it gonna change our genetic, our genetic makeup so our kids just are born with fucking and see? That's why I mean, that's what I, I'm starting to believe that when they when they say that gray aliens are really just humans in the future, I'm really starting to believe that shit. You won't need big eyes in the future because you you're doing all this virtual reality. You you always got a phone in your face. You always got everything up close. I've even noticed these days I can't I can't even re- read words as far as I used to read words. Like when I'm driving down the street, I, I have to really squint now to, to read read the certain signs. Like. Um, we don't really use much of our muscles. That's why they arms so skinny. They fingers so big. They got to hold a phone all day. So it's just like, we don't know the long-term results of this stuff. But we just running out to do it, right? So I want you to really take the time to be real with yourself. Because we, we live in a world where these days, I mean, I say we selfish, but and we, we used to be sacrificial, but we kind of have to be selfish right, right now. In the meantime, why don't you use that selfishness in a positive, productive way and actually build self? Because if everybody builds self, we build we build up the whole world now, don't we? Can we all better people? Right? So just get away from this stagnating, you know, coddling fucking shit. <laughs> for lack of for lack of better terms. Get away from that, because it's not doing anything for you or nobody around you, all right? It's your boy, Tommy Vera, Raw Sex, and I and I know I'm harsh a lot. I say a lot of bad things, but anybody who knows me knows I do love you, okay? If I didn't love you, I wouldn't tell you this stuff. I really wouldn't. I really, I promise you I wouldn't. Um, and that's another thing. Here's another thing I want to talk about before we go, actually. I hope this doesn't cost me another 30 minutes, because this one is deep. This is nothing that uh, my one of my my ex's mom taught me. You cannot love yourself. I need y'all. I need everybody here, including me. Matter of fact, because I, I need to hear this too. She taught me this, and I didn't. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't really. I I didn't. I, this is the one. I didn't. I I remember it, but I didn't apply it. You cannot love yourself. You you haven't reached the true self love until you love other people enough. To not be mean to them and to give to them and to give willingly and to forgive willingly and to let go of things and to not trip people up and not want to hurt people and not say crazy, cruel, harsh things to people. You just can't. Literally, because when you love yourself, truly love yourself, it first of all emanates off of you. It's going to emanate off of you. That's number one. Number two, if you truly love yourself, you're going to start to care about yourself so much. You're going to see so much growth in yourself. You're going to want to share it with the world. You're like, man, everybody needs to feel this way. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my. Oh, shit. You know, you know, like it's same reason why I be rushing to do these episodes sometimes. You know, because it's like, I'm like, oh, oh, this is dope. Everybody needs to hear this, right? So when you really love yourself, when you when you see these girls say, 
self-love, self-love, oh my god, self-love, and as soon as one dude say something they don't like, or another girl say something like, oh, bitch-ass bitch, like, I was watching, um, No Jumper today, and Sharp was interviewing the girl from the, from, from the Blueface house, and they were making fun of this one girl calling her homeless, and it's just like, why would you make fun of somebody who's homeless, you know what I'm saying, like, you feel me, that's some, that's some, that's some next level shit that you're making fun of, and it's like, and I'm not saying those girls, but you'll have girls who love to talk about healing and manifesting and self-love. And as soon as they get mad at somebody, they'll make fun of them for being homeless. They'll make fun of somebody for something they can't even fix sometimes, like their height or something like that. So it's like, how could you really, I mean, like shit, if you you going through a self-love journey, you should know how it feels to get called a certain name how somebody making fun of your body or your skin tone or your sexuality makes you feel or your whatever it is you're going through right because it's not just those things those are my, my three main topics for today but it's not just those things right but whatever it is that you you got going on right so then why would you want to make somebody else feel the same way see if you loved yourself you would you would love who you are because you've changed and you've become the best version or you're at least becoming the best version or better version of yourself and you wouldn't want to bring somebody down because shit you know how it feels that's why no matter how cruel I can get there's just certain things I just can't bring myself to do to people because I know how it feels to have that done to me and now what I'm learning in life now is okay Okay, cool. You've packed down not doing things to people that you, you've you had done to you. You know how it feels to have those things done to you. You don't like it. Okay, cool. But now you need to pack down learning how to do to not do things to people that you haven't had done to you. And you may not understand, but this is still something that you do know in your heart of hearts. It's not nice to do to somebody. You see what I'm saying? And I've, I've, I've made plenty of episodes even on this show that y'all never heard because I deleted them as soon as I was done recording. I was like, no, you, you, you were a little too fucked. That was, that was fucked up what you said on there. So it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to get... So how could you... And mind you, as I said, I'm not perfect. I don't run around telling everybody about I, I self-love. I feel like I do have a lot more self-love than a lot of people, but I don't push this out there. I'm talking to people who really claim to be on these journeys. Yes, well, check this out. If you're still insulting people and trying to level up on people and hating on motherfuckers, and you jealous of people and you have envy in your heart. You know it. You you don't gotta, you don't gotta tell me nothing, man. You ain't gotta tell nobody. You know it in your heart. You know you know what's in your heart. You know that voice that you can't ignore, no matter how much you try to drown him. He's there. That's their real conscious. Okay, like and it may be you might have drowned it down to a whisper with drugs and alcohol and sex and and all kind of bull crap and money. But guess what? It's still there. You know it's still there. Yeah. If if you're still doing stuff like that, ain't no way in hell you got no real self love. Ain't no way in hell you got no real self love. Cause self, I'm telling you, self love it starts with you, but it don't end with you. It do not end with you. And I've met people, women, black women too, who have real self-love. And I'm telling you, it's just certain things they won't say, bro. No matter what you do to them, it's just certain things they will not say. They'll look at you and you you can tell they want to do they want to go there, but they won't do it. They won't do it. No matter what. You'll even try to get them to do it. I've been there. I ain't gonna lie. I be, I used to push people, man. I used to want to really test people out, see how like, oh, I'm gonna see how far this motherfucker will go. Mm-mm. They won't do it. There's certain things they just won't do. There's certain things they won't say. Period. It don't matter. 
And it's to the point where if you get them to do that type of stuff, you are a real fucked up person. Because that's the only way that you're going to get them to do it. You're going to have to do some real fucked up shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, if you have self-love, you're going to pass it on. Just to keep it all the way simple, man. You're going to pass it on. And remember, self-love, yes, it's correcting yourself, but it's not sitting around beating yourself up. If you and if and that's what you need to do, that's what I do to myself. But I do it with productivity. Like if that's what you need. I'm very harsh with myself. You know what I'm saying? Um, in a productive way, and I also give myself credit too. Though I don't just beat myself up. I also lift myself up. When I do good, I celebrate. I pat myself on the back. At the end of the day, you can't. You you know and. It's a lot, man. You know, also, I, 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 I would say at that point with self-love, you can be in love with the world and be in love with your friends and family and your girlfriend and boyfriend and husband and wife but and your kids. But truthfully, it's a lot of leisure there for them. It's a lot of freedom there because you already got yourself. There's never going to be enough, obviously, right? That's why God made Eve. You know, he saw something in Adam. Adam didn't even see in himself. You know, that's why even sometimes the most cowardly of people, when they go to jail, they still want to be in population. They don't want to be isolated. That's why, you know, because so we, we so, yeah, don't get it twisted. But at the same time, it's like it's a difference, bro. You know what I'm saying? I had to basically break up with a girl not too long ago. And she called me crying talking about she needs me please don't leave me everybody leaves me and I told her I said listen to what you just said you you don't need me you don't need me specifically you want somebody to cover up this abandonment issue that you've gone through in your life and once she finally saw that I wasn't budging her whole tone changed well fine come get your stuff that you left in my car I'm like, what did I leave in your car? But you, um, you had put some flip flops in here one day. I'm like, all right, bro. You know what I'm saying? She called me in tears. I need you. Please, please. Everybody in my life just leaves. You see what I'm saying? So. Yeah, I'll let y'all figure that one out. It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex. I really hope this episode was productive. I hope you learned something. I hope you you go out there and you grow. You become the best person you can be. You're a caterpillar. Come out like a cocoon. Be a butterfly. All right? It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex. I'm out.